Well, we're back in a weirdly strange week. Uh, the Cleveland Browns are uh, back on the field, but it's not in Buffalo. We'll talk about the snow out. We'll talk about the move to Detroit. And we'll also look at what can the Browns do uh, in order to continue to uh, their small but, but very slim shot of making the playoffs by going into Buffalo and hopefully getting a win. We'll talk about some of the guys returning. We'll talk about JOK. He's back in the mix. But there are some guys like, uh, you know, Greg Newsom who look like they won't be able to play in this game as well. Mixed back with the injuries um, we'll talk about that and then we'll, we'll talk about you know you know some bright spots of the season uh you know donovan people's jones offensive linemen offensive linemen are doing uh, quite well uh, but we'll talk about that and, and how that all sets up uh getting deshaun watson back in a little under probably two weeks here uh you know the browns they they're not technically eliminated we'll talk tell you how much of a chance we think they get there and we'll do so much more on this episode of the locked on browns podcast You are Locked On Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on the LOB, the Lockdown Browns podcast, brought to you by the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, everybody just got to see Cavaliers pull out, uh, basically pull out a game they had in the bag, lost, then did pull it out. So everybody hopefully feeling good spirits on that way. Uh, it is your pregame edition of Locked On Browns. As you know, Garrett Bush and I, we sit down here. We're going to break this all out. We appreciate everybody who makes Locked On Browns their first listen day in, day out, whether it's on your favorite podcast app, whether it, of course, it is on YouTube. Uh, make sure you're following. Uh, make sure you're subscribed. Notifications on. And, of course, on YouTube, throw likes to those episodes. Help us promote it. That's all we ask of you. We don't ask much. We don't. Of course, the Roku app as well. Uh, search Lockdown Cleveland Sports. You'll find Lockdown Browns. Guardians, Cavaliers, and of course, the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, G. Bush and the Boys, Monday through Friday, 11 to 1, live on YouTube, breaking it all down. Today's episode, Lockdown Browns, your pregame episode of Lockdown Browns, brought to you by Simply Safe Home Security with fast, protective technology exclusively from Simply Safe 24 7. Monitoring agents capture evidence to accurately verify a threat. For a faster response, there's no safe like Simply Safe. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on to learn more. We're going to get into this now. Today, uh, the news here. Obviously, this has been a hectic, hectic week. The Browns um, and this Bills game, the weather to Buffalo, it came in and it was, you know, astronomical. It was big, it was heavy. Um, there's no reason to worry about opening up a stadium on Sunday when you have people whose homes are four feet, five feet snowed in. Um, and I know there's a lot of fans who are upset. You know, the game's being moved. You know, now it's playing on a neutral site in a dome. Maybe this benefits the Bills. Look, this was always a road game for the Browns anyway. So the fact that the Browns aren't getting a break here, if you're viewing it that way, sorry, it's not the case. Some of the key players eh, not involved necessarily this weekend um the browns some good news 
David Njoku, everything looks like David Njoku is going to be back. And this may have been a benefit of this game being played at Ford Field. Um, Njoku on a sore ankle, getting loose in 20-degree weather in Buffalo. Maybe it wouldn't have happened. But in Detroit, in the Dome, everybody seems all systems go. You're getting Jeremiah Usukoromoa back, which is big for the Browns. I think I, I like a tandem, and we'll get to this, of him and Sione Taki Taki, maybe playing, you know, just nickel linebackers. That looks like something that could work for this team. Um, then you get the terrible news of today. Somehow, some way in a Friday practice, Garrett, which is not supposed to be very physical. Greg Newsom gets bumped up somehow, some way. He's now ruled out for Sunday. Uh, so Martin Emerson's going to continue to play and play a lot. He'll start again this week on the outside. Who's going to play nickel? My guess will be A.J. Green. Uh, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Trey White, their star cornerback, still not ready to come back for that team. So he will not play on Sunday. They are without Terrell Edmonds. He's their signal caller. He's the functional strong piece of their linebacker unit. So it could be advantage certainly for the Browns in the run game. And pass rusher Gregory Rousseau. Gregory Rousseau is a good player, primarily from the interior. Gets a lot of things done. Good player for them. But it's been a hectic week. It's a crazy week. We're still waiting to see if Buffalo is going to be able to make it out of Buffalo tomorrow, Garrett, to even get to Detroit to play Sunday. They will fly out Sunday morning if they have to. Just been a crazy hectic week to this point. Man, you, you know, when you look at, uh, you know, what's the situation with the Cleveland Browns, <clears throat> there's a lot. There's a lot of things going on. And, and, and I was on Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show today. Uh, and one of the things that we talked about was the weather. Now, for me, I, at first I came out, and I was, I, you know me, I'm aggressive. I'm like, oh, they should have kept that game there. But when you talk about the level of snow, you talk about the level of guys trying to come out there and clean stuff off, you got guys trying to get on the road, and it's just a hazard, you know, especially when you got that much snow. You don't want anybody dying trying to get to the game. So I, I agree with the move. I move it to Detroit um, and, and, and basically say, hey, uh, you know, we'll do it inside. And to be honest, you know, in that lake front from Buffalo to Cleveland to Detroit, they're all around the Great Lakes. There's a lot of Buffalo Bills fans, a lot of Browns fans, and some of them might even be trying to migrate to get there. But if people can't get out of the Buffalo, this is low-key a Browns home game. Because, but you know, in Cleveland, we, we travel right up there. You can now go to the game. You can get up there. You can get up there within two hours, get back within two hours, and you still, you know, still got an opportunity to not very miss, uh, miss very much. So uh, it's been a quirky game. It's been a really quirky uh, season so far uh, for, for the Browns. And I just think this is another part of the game that happens when, you know, you're having a tough season, adversity hits, and now you're going to have to scramble to do some other things. However, you could use this to your advantage. Here's the problem, though, Jeff. See, the Browns, to me, were better off in a snow game where the weather was terrible, Josh Allen can't use what he's best at, which is throwing the ball to uh, Stephon Diggs and uh, Gabe Davis and all those other weapons. And it's a it's a, a, a ugly game, and you just it's a basically an upfront game. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt versus Singletary, and uh, you know Josh Allen running the ball as a quarterback. I'll take my chances in that because that I think that favors the Browns, especially uh, when you're now saying that it's in the dome. Now it's in a fast track. Everybody, Stephon Diggs is now back in play. Josh Allen, even though he's a little nicked up, he's coming off a game where he's upset because they lost their last game. You're looking at it now; it just sizes up to a point where it's right back to where, uh, right back to where where the advantage is on is on the Buffalo Bills. 
So, you know, in this game, uh, I, I'm, I'm anxious to see what the game plan will hold. I thought um, when you hear a, a guy like Farrell Brown say, you know, some of the people are a little upset and, and a little bit uh, dejected when when they know the two best players on their team are, are probably on offense of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, but we can't get those guys to football because if we get down or behind the chains, you know, it, it's, it's just it, now we have to throw the ball. We want to do something that we don't. And I've been there before. You know, I, I played in college and, and half of my career when we were playing in college, we were running the triple option. You know, Frank Solich was a guy who came in after Nebraska. And so situation being, you know, when you're running the triple option and you get down a couple points, you, you're still running fullback dive. You're still running fear option. And these, it, it, it's, and you say what you want, man. I'm on the other side of the football. And it's demoralizing knowing that you have no shot if you get down 10 points. That's just not the way football is played now. Uh, so I think that's a little bit frustrating. So so I'm I'm curious, Jeff, how it is they're gonna they're gonna parlay that, how what it is the game plan is gonna be. Uh, because Dick Chubb has only approached 12, 13, 14 carries for the last couple of weeks. I just want to see what this is, but you know, I, I just don't want the Browns to come out there and get embarrassed because I, I think this could go either one way. It could be, hey, we're still in this. And it could be one of the biggest boosts you've ever had by going in and beating a team that you thought you shouldn't be able to beat. Or you can go in there and you could get smoked and people was about to start waving this red white flag. Um, so, you, you know, it's, to me, it's an all or nothing game and not too much in the middle for me. We're at a weird position. And look, this was always going to be a weird position anyway, slice it, G. Like we're getting to this point basically where the relationship with Jacoby Brissett is coming to an end. And Deshaun Watson is coming through the door. Um, but as we've talked about, you want to do everything you can to give Deshaun Watson a punch chance here down the stretch. Um, we all know he's going to be working through some kinks. We get it. We know it. Um, but, you know, if you can find a way in this stretch, as we said, we you, you were praying for two and one. Um, look, the Bills, they have some players who were sick this week. Um, obviously the guys haven't been able to get to the weight room. These guys haven't been able to get to the facilities. I'm not saying that this is automatically means this should translate into a Browns win. Um, you know, and it seems, you know, a lot of teams other than the Browns right now, when the chips are down or situations are bad, they're able to basically circle the wagons and, and get it done. But this needs to hopefully, hopefully, you know, get righted. You know, we want this team to still be relevant here for the next eight games. And it all starts, which will be Sunday. This all plays out. Uh, this is your latest Lockdown Browns. We're going to get a little bit deeper here. X's and O's, Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush. If it's now, guys, when's it going to be? Getting stuck in Black Friday crowds, super uncomfortable, but shopping. Tommy John's Black Friday sale from your couch, oh, that's super-duper comfortable. When you get your loved ones, Tommy John, they're that much more comfortable so that they can do everything better. Shop Tommy John's Black Friday sale right now and give the gift of comfort to everyone on your list, including yourself, with brand-new Tommy John underwear, loungewear, and pajamas with over 18 million pairs sold. Giving Tommy John has become a holiday tradition. 
97% of women and men love getting a gift from Tommy John. That's why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics. It's not the surgery, folks. It's the loungewear. It's the comfort. And trust me, it kills it. Celebrate softness season with the gift of Tommy John underwear, loungewear, and pajamas. Every gift is backed by Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear, or it's free, guarantee. Shop Tommy John's Black Friday sale going on right now and get 30% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash LockedOn. 30% off everything now at TommyJohn.com slash LockedOn, all caps. TommyJohn.com, LockedOn. See the site for details. Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast. You bless Jeff Lloyd in the building. Uh, as you see, some people say, hey, man, did not know they was going live. So, you know, it's one way you can know we're going live. Get them notifications on, bro. Hit that will pop up in your screen. You'll know exactly what we're doing. We keep you on your toes a little bit here on Friday, doing a little bit of a late night joint. But, you know, hey, when you got two people working and getting it in and doing as much as we, we can, sometimes we'll be a little later. But we still going to get you that daily content. So make sure you go ahead and subscribe. Hit that notification bell. Make sure you get in contact with all of our content as it's coming out. Uh, so you, you'll be keeping in, uh, in touch with the latest with your Cleveland Browns. Uh, Jeff, we talked about it briefly a little bit. Uh, you got a guy like JOK coming back. Um, you got a guy, a few guys that are back back off the, uh, off the you know, back off the uh, IR. And I want to know in, in, in terms of, of this, this team, you have a situation where the Cleveland Browns on defense have not, you know, lived up to what their capabilities are. Uh, we've seen that a lot. Uh, we've seen a lot of guys that are that are in and out of the lineup, in and out, um, basically uh, not being able to show up. And this is kind of off the top of my head <laughs> because we talked about something else. But I thought about it in my head. I said, I got to ask him this question. What were your thoughts on on when when the Philadelphia Eagles went out and got a Dominican suit? Um, because uh, we we reacted to that, and to me, that Dominican Sue was a person that people all around talked about th that the Browns should be interested in the nastiness. You know, one of those guys that's not going to be getting driven off the ball. And, and a lot of people said, "Well, Dominican, nobody else wanted him. Nobody else was interested, so maybe he's not. He's washed, or maybe he's not that good." Um, were you disappointed that the Browns didn't pursue him harder? Now, granted. He's going to the Eagles. They're a great team. They're in first place. They're a Super Bowl contending team. And I think some of it has to do with the fact that after the first three or four games, um, first three or four games, they kind of declared that, hey, the Browns are not going to be good this year. And so obviously, as the season went on, he read the tea leaves. And, and obviously, I would rather go play in Philly, too. But when you're in the first part of the season, first quarters part of the season, first four games, it's hard to tell who's a contender and who's not. So are you, did you, were you in your mind thinking like, hey, they should have went after him a little more harder, or a little more difficult because he's giving, um, you know, the Philadelphia Eagles a, a really nice piece going forward. Or do you think, you know, hey, whatever, uh, they just still don't value defensive tackles. I think the issue was, and this is where it probably hurts, because, I mean, from what we know, Endomic and Sue was interested in joining uh, of course, Miles Garrett and, of course, Jadavian Clowney. Um, it, the interest was on his part. The Browns did not seem to have much interest. Um, and look, there's no way, there's, you know, look, I mean, it's not fireable. You're not cleaning house over the fact that the Browns were going all in on a bunch of young guys, figuring they were going to get something more than they did. 
Um, when you got to this time of the year, even if the Browns were placing the phone call, you know, once you got to the point where you were two games under 500, uh, two games under 500, three games under 500. I don't think Adama Sue was picking up that phone. Linvel Joseph, they were not picking up their phone. These guys, it's the same situation. You know, there were maybe, you know, they told their agents, hey, don't call me. Don't bother me unless it's these three, four, five franchises. You know, I'm not going to go get beat up. I'm not going to risk blowing out an ACL, tearing a bicep, a tricep, and, and putting myself in an eight-year rehab commitment for a team that doesn't look like they're going to make the playoffs. You know, so the Browns, did they, you know, overplay their hand here and maybe not show interest in a player that could have helped them? And look, they literally just needed Indominus Sue for like a, a, like two, three downs per series. They just needed somebody out there, and they probably needed somebody to show the way to these kids. Say, hey, look, they, you know, look. And there's things these guys are doing that it doesn't seem they're getting coached out of. And that's the part that's – you know, big. And I mean, I did sports uh, for CLE today, and it was a, a talk about the Browns aren't covering very many fumbles. We're not near any def- any offensive players anyway. How are you going to recover a fumble if you ain't nowhere near a guy on the defensive side of the ball? Of course, even if they drop it, they can pick it up. They can drop it again and pick it up. This way it's gone. So it's been a really, really rough year on that side of the ball. Um, And these guys now put, you know, I mean, go play money games. That's the way it's all going to work. The Browns are going to have to reevaluate, reassess, and change. They ain't gonna be able to stick with this same scenario for the third year, for the fourth year, and say, "Oh, you know, we'll, we'll piece these guys in." You know, a older, an older veteran, a couple of younger guys. No, man, you need to stash guys at the position. But now, yeah, we get to the X's and O's of it. Of course, it's a little bit difficult here. Greg Newsom's gonna be difficult, but with Martin Emerson, with Denzel Ward, with Greg Newsom, I'm not a huge fan of putting Greg Newsom at nickel all the time. I'm not. I think the thing that we talked, and I know we talked about this, G was. Having nickel flexibility. Hey, you got a guy who plays on the inside that kills you and he's a shorter, quicker guy. You got Denzel. You know, you got guys who are a little bit bigger in size. You can go, Greg. You can go with, you know, Martin Emerson. Let him beat him up. AJ Green's going to be a big factor this week. There's no question about it in my eyes. He's going to be part of, you know, handling nickel responsibilities. Um, you know, Martin Emerson, I don't know if he's going to get the Gabe Davis assignment, who is there. You know, big vertical guy. You think Denzel Ward is just going to say, "Look, I want as much Stephon Diggs as I, you know, I can handle. I want to be all over that." You can't fall asleep on a player like Dawson Knox. He's a really, really solid tight end. He would be more statistical productive if it wasn't for Stephon Diggs. If it wasn't for Josh Allen's legs, Josh Allen's had a rough stretch here. So a lot of turnovers, more uh, you know, ten interceptions. Um, the Bills have lost three games this year by a total of eight points i didn't think the bills were gonna lose three games this entire regular season you gotta come ready you've gotta come correct um you know the browns this is where it's gonna be frustrating garrett is the browns cannot come into this game on the defensive side of the ball and kind of look like they're mentally checked out buffalo has gone through so much this week as far as you know Guys being sick, can't practice, can't get to the stinking facility. Hopefully we can get on a runway on Saturday and fly to Detroit. You can't come out and look like you've looked the last couple of weeks. You know, where even Miles even said, and, and Miles is saying it. Look, Miles is basically, and I know everybody's trying to take sides. What Miles saying about the defensive side of the ball is, look, we got a lot of players and get it done. And the coaching getting it done. He's basically telling it it's, it's a whole around 
basically burnt dessert coming out of the oven on the defensive side of the ball. That's the issue. And that there's no excuse for it to change. There's no excuse. There's no excuse for it not to change. I should say, everybody knows what's going on. You all know the play, but it just seems so grossly way off. You know, it almost seems like Clark Griswold when he can't figure out the correct way to plug in the Christmas lights and his wife goes in there and flicks the damn switch. There's a lot of talent. There's a lot of guys committed to it. It's got to show a sign that it can work. And if not, guess what? Deshaun Watson comes back and we're all just going to, you know, watch him get some rust off, see where we're, you know, evaluating for 2023. I don't want to do it yet. I know you don't want to do it yet. We all ain't even ready to do it yet. But it's a stark reality at about come four o'clock on Sunday. That's where we're going to be. Yeah, well, listen, uh, coming up in this next segment, we'll give our final thoughts, predictions, and things of sort. And then we'll get to some fan questions. One of the fan questions, and we'll get your reaction on it, and you get an opportunity to be heard on the show is, hey, given what we've seen so far, do you think Emerson has a little more upside than Greg Newsom, who's a first-round pick, Emerson, later-round pick? We'll kind of discuss that at the end. Get your comments and thoughts. Let's get ready on that. We'll do that coming up next. Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, your pregame locked on Browns. Uh, this is it. This is the season definer and see if you can add some you know, length to it. So we're going to get to all of that. Keep cruising through here. We appreciate you all who make Locked On Browns your first listen every single day. BetOnline.net is your number one source for your sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, We've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, guess what? You can find those at BetOnline as well. We are always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. We want to thank everybody for continuing to check out the podcast. You know, if, you, if you're in a car, sometimes it's better listen. I like to listen to a lot of my podcasts in the car. Um, especially when I'm on the highway driving some different places. So, you know, to me, I'm, I'm more of an old school guy. It gives me that old school feel back in the day when you used to have the audio blasting and just kind of letting it sink in and talk about it. You know, it's just one of them nostalgic things. So continue to download the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Um, we can, we'll definitely make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel so you can get things like the two minute warning. Uh, that's going to come out. That show has been well, greatly successful. Um, some really great, uh, great things in terms of, you know, some suspense, some angry rants, some jubilation, some arguing back and forth with the whole cast, some instant reaction. <laughs> all of those things are, all those things are available. So continue to support that. Um, and, uh, as we continue to go throughout this year, Jeff, I talk, talked about it. When you look at it, we're going to be doing a lot of breakdown over this uh, winter, no matter where the Browns end up. And I think this year is one of the most pivotal seasons uh, that's going to be coming up in terms of what they can do with this roster. Because believe it or not, Deshaun Watson is on the clock. Deshaun Watson, their, their, their time truly starts ticking. If you are a Browns fan, you must understand Stefanski's clock starts the moment that J- that that Jacoby Brissett is on the bench, Deshaun Watson is playing. Andrew Barry's time is officially on the clock. So every move they make, every move they make will be part of the ledger, it will be part of the record, and they will be held to account of what, of what they've done to either get this roster better 
or whether or not they're not going to do that. So um, let's pivot a little bit and get to this this week. Um, the Bills, obviously, coming off a loss. Uh, in terms of my, my predictions, Jeff, for this game and, and looking at it, I'm not going to lie. I don't have the Browns winning this game. And I'm not saying that the Browns don't have the level of talent. You'd be a fool game, to think the Browns are going to win this game. You'd be an absolute you'd, fool. You'd be an idiot. It, it's just, and especially the way they play. They, they don't play to the strengths that they have. They 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 get halfway through, and then they feel like uh, – They play 22 and a half minutes. And if they're still up midway through the second quarter, you feel confident you're going to get a 60-minute effort. If they're down, now you're doing everything you don't want to do. You're basically putting the ball in Jacoby Brissett's hands. You're taking the running game out. You And you're giving the opposing offense the advantage of being able to run the ball more if they choose. This is the problem, Gary. This has been the problem. It, 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 I, it, like, I literally put this together this week. It is midway through the second quarter. And if rounds are leading at that point, you feel confident in them being able to compete for the next 35, 36, 37 minutes whatsoever. But if at that point they are down, all of a sudden things go against them, just like it did against Miami, 17-7. All of a sudden Miami gets the ball back to start the half. 24-7, and now you're in a position that is unwinnable for the way this team is currently constructed. Can it change in two weeks? It can. Yes, but it can. that's not the point. The point was to get it good, keep it close enough till we got to number four coming to town. But right now, that's you don't have that luxury. Yeah, and I'm totally in agreement with that, Jeff. It's like you know what hand you were dealt. You know what hand you got. And you didn't utilize the players that you had, man. And I think that's sometimes hard for coaches. It's it's the mix between what you are and then the facade of thinking this is what you think or this is what you want to project to people. What you're projecting is, is not really who you are. You are who you are if you just look in the mirror. Kevin Stefanski fancies himself as one of those quarterbacks or Play callers like a McVay, like a Staley, like some of these young guys that call hot or offensive coordinators. They got this play sheet. He thinks that's not what it's about right now. You got plenty of time to prove yourself when Deshaun Watson is back. But now it's all about the task at hand. And that task at hand is turning over the keys to the car, uh, uh, Ferrari, with the oil changed, with the tires rotated, with a tune up. And, and, and get you a detail. That's what we're trying to do and hand that to Deshaun Watson so he can drive your NASCAR. Um, really quickly, because uh, we do have some stuff in the chat, and I talked about it earlier. It's just, it, the question comes, um, and, I, and I'll read this uh, for everybody so, so we get an opportunity to see what it is. Question is, uh, do you think Emerson has more potential than Newsom moving forward after seeing the way Emerson has played this year? Um, uh, then we got your man um, Cleveland, 2022 says Emerson is their best defensive player. Um, then we also have uh, Brian Kennedy says, yes, Emerson is rocking the D, uh, the D backs. Um, uh, my man, uh, Cleveland 2022 um, says that uh, he also loved him, loved him out of Mississippi state. And he was better than Ward and Newsom day one. Uh, so let me ask you, um, let's see. And one more uh, Pee Wee's dog pound says, Newsom was far more impactful um, outside last year. And and that's a big thing, Jeff. Do you think Newsom has struggled because he is in the inside? Or do you just believe that he's kind of taking a step further back? 
Or is Martin Emerson just a better player than Newsom with his size, his athletic ability, and being able to, to be physical out there? What's your thoughts on Emerson versus Newsom and, and kind of comparing and trashing those two players? Okay, first things first, Pee Wee's dog pound, me and you, man, like we're like here, dude. Like a lot of the stuff you're putting out here about this stuff, man, we are totally in sync. Um, look, the, the way the cornerback position is played nowadays, it is. It's just based truly on coverage and athleticism. That is why I like Martin Emerson so much. And I'll be honest, it's been more in the NFL than it even was on his tape at Mississippi State. He's physical. You know, I, I, the simple phrase of he's got that dog in him. He does. He's got that dog in him. Um, Greg Newsom, I do not like Greg Newsom in the slot whatsoever anyway. And I have spoken very well about Greg Newsom. You go back to the Cincinnati game last year on the road. Greg Newsom was a dude that day. He was a dog that day. The problem is, is because the Browns have so many inconsistencies in the way their defense plays week in, week out. It causes you to say we're going to play good players, but we got to put them in situations that they're not necessarily comfortable with. One of them is being Sione Taki, uh, Taki Taki. And that's kind of been a bright spot the last couple of weeks. And I think the Browns just said, well, he knows the system. Let's put him in there. Let's see what he can do. And that has worked out for the Browns the last couple of weeks. Martin Emerson absolutely loved the game. I, I, I don't know how this is going to shake out further. Um, you know, Greg Newsom on Tyree Kill. A number one, anybody on Tyreek Hill is a bad matchup. But the thing with Tyreek Hill in a short red zone type of thing is you better come at him and you better hit Tyreek Hill so hard that you're going to throw off timing. He didn't do that. Guess what? If you end up chasing Tyreek Hill, there's about 100% of the cornerbacks in the NFL who are going to lose that battle, Garrett. You, nobody, there's like nobody in the NFL quarterback wise who can run with Tyreek Hill. So, but Emerson. Just all of that. And the other thing is the commitment to the run defense. And we know this has been issues with Denzel. He gets hurt. He gets dinged up. Greg Newsom, same type of thing. It's a freaky thing on a Friday to get injury. But Greg Newsom's going to sit this one out. Look, Martin Emerson is here. The announcement has been made. He's you know brought himself. You know He brought on his presence with authority. You can't ignore this. I'm not saying they're going to move on from everybody. Anybody having three good cornerbacks is one of the good things the Browns have going for themselves. But our Martin Emerson has been a baller. But to, to sit here, Garrett, and think that the Browns could pull this out right now, the way things are constructed, no, you don't believe it. But you run the ball with Nick Chubb. You run the ball with Kareem Hunt. I don't care. Run the ball with Dearness Johnson. If you can run the ball successfully, you need to get the Buffalo offense the heck off the field and make them spectators. The Bills don't have their their middle linebacker. Milano, their other linebacker, is a good player. He is not Terrell Edmonds. You don't have Gregory Rousseau. That lengthens – I mean, I'm sorry, that disrupts the length of their pass rush. Gregory Rousseau, good player. And if everybody remembers Lockdown Browns fans, he was the guy I targeted that maybe you would have taken if you didn't go Greg Newsom at that spot that you did. Greg Newsom's turned out – I mean, for the most part, turned out pretty well. But, Garrett, you've got to find a way. So I don't want to hear about analytics. And even if you've got a cap number on what you want to give Nick, there's other dudes who can tote the rock. If they do that, if they start running the ball and it's working, don't stop. I don't care if it's got to be – I don't even care if it's got to be Ford. If the running game is working, keep doing it. 
and, and you know what? Ain't no, ain't no shame in saying we ran it three times and had to punt. At least you took some of the time off the clock. Ain't no problem with that. Better hey, go we, three and out and for three in the passing game. Hey, you know, the clock stopping. Listen, we, in these parts, we know a good old guy named Jimmy Tressel. Old Jimmy <laughs> Tressel with the sweater vest. Tressel, eye formation, you to death. He'll be clapping it up after punts, loving that field position game. This dude was the most conservative dude in the game. But you know what he did? He played to his he played to his strengths. We got big farm country boys up front. We could have a running back couple of those dudes. We got a big tight end. All we looking to do is make a few plays, and we're going to stop you on defense and play good field position. That's what the Browns have to do in a game like this if they want to keep their season afloat and, and the small chances of playoffs moving forward. I mean, it, this is where we're at, guys. Look, I mean, I think, I, guys, guess, I don't think anybody's blind to the fact that, you know, any expectation for this regular season, if this team hits three and so, seven come Sunday afternoon, that's it. The max you can go is 10 and seven. Uh, y'all want to make yourselves feel, you know, you know, I wouldn't ruin anybody's Friday night. Go check the Ravens' remaining schedule. Because <laughs> I'll tell you right now, that remaining schedule for the Ravens, I, I'd play that with Jacoby Brissett and feel really confident about what this team can do. Um, so, look, it's going to be odd. It's going to be an anomaly. It's going to be weird. It's going to be Browns, Buffalo, Bills in Detroit. If you guys didn't text, check out the text from the Detroit Lions, um, where they tagged the Bills. It was basically like when your mom used to go away for the night, and it was like, you know, clean things up. <laughs> Lock the, the door. The numbers are by the phone. Dinner's and please in the don't oven. break the tables. And please don't break the tables as Buffalo Ta- comes to Detroit. Ta- Tommy, I have some Salisbury steak in the oven. <laughs> Make sure the dog gets eaten one time. And please, please unload the dishwasher. 100% G. Bushy, man, we all live this life. So we're going to go into this one here. And look, you know, Browns win. We continue with this momentum. If not, uh, you know, like it's going to be a little different how we, you know, get through each week covering this team because, you know, all eyes now, and I don't think anybody want to do this. Nobody wanted 2022 to be about week 13 when Deshaun Watson finally plays for this team. But we're getting really, really close. Hopefully the Browns can shock the world, can shock all of us and change this. On Sunday, he is Garrett Bush at GBush91, part of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, Monday through Friday, 11 1 live on YouTube. Of course, the Barbershop 92 through the fan, pregame, postgame coverage, Browns, Buckeyes, Cavs, you name it, GBush, most likely going to be there somehow, some way. I am Jeff Lloyd at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. The show at Locked On Browns, follow back account, DMs are always open. Whether it is on your favorite uh, podcast platform. Make sure you're following, subscribed. Whether it is YouTube, subscribe. Have those notifications on. So you're all joining us a little light night tonight like you did. Make sure you throw a little light to each episode. Some simple, quick promotional stuff you guys can do to help us out. We appreciate it all so much. Roku app. Search Lockdown Cleveland Sports. You will find Lockdown Browns, Guardians, Cavs, and of course, the crew at the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. All that being said, this has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on ELOB. Let's go, Browns. You are locked on Browns. Your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 